Life is full of questions. It's full of twists, turns, and complex issues to try to figure out. You need answers. Welcome to The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. Hit it. You'll hear us discuss the pitfalls and common investing mistakes we see people make and encourage you to think about solutions to some of the problems and question marks you might face in your own financial life. So let's get to the show. Hey everybody, welcome in to another edition of the podcast. Nathan and I hanging out to talk about questions you didn't know to ask here on The Financial Answer. What's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Man, just a quick shout out to all of the people over in Waverly. I know it's been mm-hmm. a week or two since since all the stuff happened, but uh, man, we're thinking about everybody out there with the floods and everything. So uh, hopefully uh, everybody's doing okay with that. It's just some, some crazy stuff exactly. going on over there. Yeah. 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 yeah, Mother Nature is not happy with us the last couple of years. Yeah. I'm not sure <laughs> it doesn't I, seem like I'm it. not sure that I blame her, really. But, yeah, you know, yeah. But, um, no, yeah, no, right. definitely. I was, I was just telling uh, Nathan before we jumped on that I was getting ready to check in on you when it, when it started happening and I saw you post something from church and I was like all right well he's okay yeah <laughs> so. yeah yeah no it's a, fortunately didn't didn't hit us and didn't get close to us but man just so many people got Absolutely. a lot of damage yeah. over there and, and destruction so everybody keep them in your prayers and just uh, if you can help in any way send them some donations because I know they need it so. absolutely great yeah. great point yeah. well and of course uh you know it's it's one of those things where it's all we can do right I mean mother That's nature's right. gonna do yeah. what she's gonna do and yeah and we can just uh, try to clean up afterwards or be as prepared as we can. So that's, and right. that's what we talk about here on the show is trying to be prepared, right? Trying to think yeah. things through yeah. and, and maybe kind of uh, uh, setting ourselves up for success, hopefully. So let's let's talk about some questions that we didn't know to ask or maybe how to ask even. Yeah, so. which that's a, that's a lot of the times the case, you know, it's just mm-hmm. you don't know what you don't know a lot yeah. of times. And so it comes down to, you know, just learning these things over time or, you know, help having someone experience that. And so you have that knowledge base basically to understand what you need to look for going forward yeah because i mean hopefully we're only retiring once you know so therefore we don't have a lot of that uh, info to draw from which is why you turn to the professionals and and maybe listen to a show like ours where you can pick up a few things although before we jump into this i gotta i gotta do this quote real quick because i thought this was hilarious yeah Uh, one, one of the forbes malcolm forbes obviously he's you know Air, air tied to the Forbes fortune, right? Yes. Uh, but he had this great quote. He said, I made money the old-fashioned way. I was really nice to a wealthy retire- relative right before he died. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to do it. <laughs> that, that is a classic. That is the old-fashioned way. Yeah, he is not right. wrong there. At least he's got a sense of that's humor, funny. right? Yeah, no, you that's know? right. That's funny. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. I thought you'd enjoy that. that. All right. Yeah. So, yeah. if you don't have that wealthy relative, you know, waiting in the wings there, that's worth, yeah. you know, I don't know, whatever the Forbes family's worth, probably like you know, a billion dollars billion. or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then maybe you might want to say something like, "Hey." How much are my tax-deferred savings, Nathan, actually going to cost me in taxes? Yes. And you scratch your head and go, wait, what? Yeah, right. No, that's what, you know, a lot of people don't think about that. You throw the money in the 401k and IRAs and... And you're like, well, it's tax free now, and, and tax then deferred, later on, baby. yeah, I get to get to pay taxes on it later. Or you but that's totally forget years from now. that you're going to pay taxes on it. In 30 years, you go, oh, yeah, I forgot. yeah, 
Yeah, that's right. So Uncle Sam will stick their hand out for sure <laughs> at some point. And, and other and things, say, and subpoenas and stuff if you don't. That's right. <laughs> that's right. So that's right. So, you know, that's one thing that really needs to be part of your plan. Understand that, you know, if you've got a million dollars saved, right. that million is not yours. You know, you get a portion of that and hopefully a large portion of that, but all of it is not yours. Some of it's going to Uncle Sam and, you know, depending on what tax brackets are and what your income is mm-hmm. and distributions and everything at that point, that's how much you pay. So that's why a lot of yeah. people try to do some planning and, you know, make sure that they reduce or, you know, try to have that tax rate as low as possible. But one thing we can't control is what our government does, you know, so we're looking at potentially <laughs> <No>. some tax <laughs> rate increases here. And uh, of course they, you know, they can't ever cut spending. It's always raising yeah. taxes to, to pay for more crap. So, exactly. You um, know, it, so. if, if you were sitting down as the financial planner of the government, it would be so frustrating, right? No. So I want you guys to cut a little yeah. spending. That's what? an oxymoron. What? Financial planner for the government. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I think they, <laughs> they would, can print more money. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. Or they would be completely, they, they would probably like, I have no idea what you're saying right now. S- save money? What? <laughs> right. cut, cut spending? What? Yeah. They think cutting future spending increases is cutting spending. And it's, oh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's very strange. So, yeah. Well, you know, and so if you're on a 25% tax bracket, you know, basically yeah. you're sharing, you know, 275%. Yeah. $250,000 yeah. of that million you were talking about. That's right. Which is, that's a, that's going to be a pretty easy tax bracket to be in, it looks like. Yeah. Uh, here yeah. before long. So and that's a nice chunk of money to Uncle Sugar there, even though he's not very it sweet. Is. You know? Yeah, it is. And you know, that's a that's a twenty-five percent reduction in what you get to use. And um, you know, so that needs to be part of your plan. If you haven't planned on that, if you think right. you need ten thousand a month and you only get seventy five hundred, then that's you know, that's that's a big cut to your standard of living. Right. Um so now, and yeah. I was gonna say, unlike yeah. Mother Nature, which we were talking about a minute ago, you know, we can't stop her from we can't we can't stop the government from doing what they're gonna do, but we can plan, right? We yes, can plan absolutely. to be as efficient yeah. as possible and, and even right? like dealing with Mother Nature, we can try to take some precautions. That's uh, right. There yeah. are a lot of things you can do to reduce and even eliminate some of those taxes, you We're know, and just there's there's a lot of things, but it you can't a lot of times you can't wait until the last minute. So That's it does take key. planning yeah. way ahead of time, you know, yeah. five, ten years even sometimes to make sure that um, everything is set up right with what we know now with tax rates and what we can kind of project in the future with that, then, you know, you can make it to where you're as tax efficient as possible. Yeah. Um, that's the th- that's the key right there. Start you know can't wait till the absolute last second. So five questions you didn't know to ask is our topic. That was the first one. Uh, you know how much is that tax deferred savings going to actually cost us in taxes? And it can. So make sure that you are planning accordingly and working with somebody who can help you through that. Number two, how much can I withdraw from my savings accounts each year or savings yeah. each year? I, I, that's a big question, I guess. Nathan is okay. So one of the things you guys bring to the table, I think the value is where do we draw from? And when do we draw from it? Yeah, that's true. That's I get that question all the time. There, you know, people are like, "Well, I've got this four hundred one k. How do I get income off of that? What? How much can I take?" And you know, because you just get different information from all different areas. You mm-hmm. know, so they get all these different illustrations from stuff throughout their working career, and they think, "Well, you know, what can you do?" And so there's a lot of different you know, avenues, different ways to take income from those things. But ultimately it comes down to what fits your plan. You know, really it does come back to planning. There's a general rule of 4%. You can take a 4% distribution, but that may not be for you. You know, if you've got a, you know, an extra long retirement, maybe you're retiring earlier, 
maybe you can't take 4%, you know, maybe it just doesn't work out. You know, you've got to also figure in inflation and all these different things that, you know, just have to be factored in. If you have a shorter life expectancy, maybe, and you're retiring a little later or something like that, maybe you can take more than 4%. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that have to be considered uh, when taking distributions off of, you know, off of your savings and, yeah. um, and taxes is one of those as well. So you, again, you've got to make sure you reduce that tax liability as much as possible. There's just a lot of things to think about with this. So um, withdrawing is, you know, how we, how we sustain our retirement, how we support our retirement, but doing it efficiently is where I think an advisor helps, you know, oh, yeah, definitely. And, yeah. uh, making sure that you do it as, as efficient as you possibly can. Yeah. And there's those, you know, if you're doing the bucket thing, right, you've got your soon monies, your now monies and all that kind of stuff. It's yeah. like, when do we yeah. pull from, how much do we pull from and where? So it becomes a very, uh, well, it's a strategy, right? It, it, it is. all plays into yeah. the strategy. That's yeah, it why is. it's called a financial strategy. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> what right. A shock, so, right? It's, uh, you know, it's amazing. You know, people just, they just don't understand that a lot of times how to do it because, you know, it's just an accumulation bucket. That's how people look at 401ks. And, right. And which that's what it is. That's it's what it great is. at mm-hmm. that. It's really good at that. But, you know, then a lot of times people are pushed into those annuities and things and that, you know, a big majority of the time is not the best answer. So right. um, for what, for people I see anyway, it's so, a specific you know, it's, tool that might be is. right for a specific that's situation. Right. That's yeah. right. So it can be fantastic if it fits what you're trying to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, but that's, you know, that's the thing you've got to make sure it fits in the plan and what you're trying to accomplish. Yeah, absolutely. All right, let's do number three. Uh, should I still have life insurance when I'm retired? Another one that pops up quite a bit, yeah. I think, because we feel like, you know, well, what's the point, right? I mean, we used right. it earlier when we right. needed it. We had kids, younger kids. I mean, you still have kids, obviously. But, right. you know, when we're older, we kind of go, uh, you know, other than like, you know, why? passing yeah, away, why like what, what's, yeah. what's the point? Funeral expenses, I guess, right? I guess yeah. that's what we, what no, we think that's about right. it for. And that's one thing that, you know, one reason why people keep it is to pay for those kind of things. A lot of times, you know, especially when you're retired, you don't have the the mortgage debt. You don't have those things. A lot, All of your stuff is pretty much paid for at that point. So life insurance can be used to, you know, pay for just in case you die early and you need to, you know, you know, supplement your spouse's income, or maybe you want to leave them, you know, maybe you want to spend the majority of your nest egg, you and your spouse do, but you want to leave something to your kids. So life insurance is good for that. Um, life insurance is good to pay potential estate taxes and things along those lines also. So it it's not necessarily that you need life insurance, okay? Most people don't need it in retirement. But again, it comes back to does it fit in your plan? Does, is it something that, you know, is going to really help to make sure that things work out for you guys better? Or um, is it something that, you know, that really is just a frivolous thing that you should just cancel, you know, and, yeah. and no need for it? So, um, everybody's situation is different. There is no one answer for that, but life insurance is definitely beneficial. It can be useful. So don't go out and cancel it just because you heard, you know, you don't need it in retirement. Don't do that. Just make sure you review that with your advisor. Make sure that it, you know, it fits in your plan. If it doesn't, then you can save them a hundred bucks a month or whatever you're paying for it. Right. So. Yeah. Just, it's never an assumption and it shouldn't be an automatic assumption. Yeah. With just like yeah. anything. Uh, but it's, 
you know, I think there's still a lot of benefits for people. It's just looking at the situation again, yeah. part of that strategy, and seeing because there's so many kinds of life insurance and so there many are. different, you That's know, right. amounts of coverage, and so just you know, roll it into part of that strategy to see what's going to be the the right amount for you. Uh, right. So, okay. And that's, a, you know, one of the biggest problems I see with life insurance is people buy it as an investment. And that, to me, never works out great. You can make better returns in many other things out there than a life insurance product. Mm. And so don't buy life insurance as an investment. Buy it as, as life, life insurance. insurance. <laughs> yeah, it works great for that. But so many people are sold it as an investment. And it, it it's fine but it's not the best that you can do. And I mean, if you're going to throw your money into something, do the best you can do with it. You That's know? a great way of thinking about it. Yeah. yeah so it's not like, yeah. okay, it's not a, you know, it's not like, oh no, you've done this. It's, you've no, made a terrible it's not, mistake. it's not like, oh yeah, that, yeah I mean, I've it, ruined my whole retirement plan if right. I've done this. It's not that. Let's just look for the, the optimal solution. That's right. Be, be efficient. Be as efficient as you can be with this because, I mean, that's a dollar that you've worked hard for, you know? So that's Heck money yeah. that you're trying to save and accumulate to make your retirement better and, you know, get every, squeeze every ounce of return that you can out of that. That's so right. Do that the most efficient way possible for your particular plan. Yeah. I mean, you know, I want to save those dollars. I mean, I work hard for the medium dollars I get, you know, I don't get yeah, the big bucks. Right. I get the medium don't. bucks. That's right. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm hanging right. on to those jokers. Uh, all right. Number four here on questions you didn't know to ask, Nathan, what kind of medical coverage, you know, could I, would I need over and above mm. Medicare? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, look, this is a tough one, but it, it is, is an important one because Medicare it doesn't is. do it all. No, it doesn't. And people don't don't really think about that a lot of times until they're right there at retirement. And, you know, Medicare typically just covers about 80 percent. So, of course, the Medicare supplement is part of it. You know, that's that's something that you need to pay what Medicare doesn't cover. But then, you know, dental, vision, prescription, all these other things that are out there that just aren't part of Medicare. So all that stuff has a cost. Um, you know, we typically plan on that those things and, and even including like Medicare um, Part B, you have mm -hmm. to pay for that as well. So uh, Medicare Part B and all these other things, we typically plan on about three hundred dollars a person right now. This is you know two thousand twenty one. So three hundred dollars a person uh, for that type of uh, cost. So it's not bad, but it's not cheap. You know, I mean, you you know, married couple is six hundred dollars a month. That's a fairly decent car payment. So. You're looking at that and, you know, for for all these supplemental types of insurance that are out there. So you got to make sure you plan for that. You've got to make sure that that's in, in the budget because that is a eye-opening experience <laughs> if yeah, you have to yeah, yeah. buy all these things just to make sure you've got some coverage there. And, and a lot of these things, for example, like the, you know, the supplements or the prescription or whatever, the prescription, if you don't buy it, even at 65, when you, you know, you may not even need it at that point. If you don't buy it then, then you're penalized later on when you buy it. You're penalized for the rest of your life. So all of these things have to be considered in, you know, in when to purchase and how much and all of that stuff. Yeah, I don't know if this is a good analogy or not, Nathan, but it's like we all know inflation is, you know, ticking up right now, right? They, yeah. They've said is. what they wanted to say and then they come back and corrected themselves and said, well, maybe it's more, you know, it's bigger than we thought, you know. Uh, but healthcare is is stayed that way for a number of years now has considerably oh, it's outpaced in, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's inflation. Yeah. Uh, it's it's crazy. 
And I don't, like I said, I don't know if this is a good analogy or not, but I was, uh, my wife and I went down to Hilton Head, South Carolina, just a, just a week or so ago. And we went to a really the big bucks though. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so we went to this, we went to this place uh, to have breakfast that, every, yeah. that the, the locals said was really good. And it just yeah. looked like a little mom and pop kind of thing. So we go in there and I had a waffle, a waffle, mind you, one waffle. And she had French toast and we had two eggs. Take a guess at what that cost. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, I would say. You know, in that area, probably 40 bucks. You did better than me because I was expecting like a $25 breakfast. <laughs> it was 50 bucks. What? <laughs> a $50 waffle is the story that I am telling, basically. Wow. And wow. so you think about all these add-ons and these healthcare things, right? It's oh kind of like goodness. a $50 waffle. It is. You it know, is. and you're going, yeah. wait, what? <laughs> Before it you is. know I mean, it, it racks up on you. You used to could, you know, take a $100 bill and that would last you through a whole weekend. Now, you you know, you're scratching for extra change in your pocket if you go out to eat one time. Oh, yeah. Know, on 100 bucks. So oh, yeah. it's, it's crazy, um, the cost of things now. So, and that's, you know, that's... That's a big part of what we help our clients plan for, just inflation. And, you know, I mean, you don't have to go eat the waffles at Hilton Head, but you may want to, you know, I mean. I should have taken a Lego with me. I should have (laughs) Lego with my Ego is what I should have done. But anyway. (laughs) That's right. So (laughs) it would have been uh, much cheaper for sure. I got a whole box of Lego waffles for $4. That's right. You could have bought a case. Exactly. For 50 bucks. Yeah. And and so we run into this stuff. We run into these different inflations and these different things. And and you could even make, I guess, that analogy, whether you're talking about Medicare or rolling that into the next, the fees that I'm paying. I guess I could have saved it for that. Either one would have worked, right? But yeah, that's the final sure. bit of this is, is what are the, you know, what am I getting for the fees? You know, so, okay, yeah. I paid 50 bucks for this waffle. I'm going to just roll this joker into the next part of this since it was a $50 waffle. I'm getting my money <laughs> out of it somewhere. Uh, right. So it, it should have been the, it was the best waffle I ever had in my life. That should it be my response. Unforgettable, that's right? for sure. <laughs> but it wasn't, right? But it wasn't. So yeah. what is the value that you're getting for the fees that you're paying? So in theory, right. we, yeah. we we feel like, you know what, if we spend a little extra, we should be right. getting some good value. And I think, you know, mo- food is always subjective, but when we're talking about working with an advisor or working right. with a financial planner or something, you know, getting a strategy together, you know, zero, the lowest fees is probably not always the best thing because you may be getting zero value. No, that's right. That's true. And, you know, and also you hear the 1% advisor fee yeah, all yeah, the yeah. time, you know, that's very common. Advisors charge 1%. Well, for, for just portfolio design, if that's all you're getting for the 1%, eh, that's not yeah. very valuable. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not. So if they're, if they're just building a portfolio for you and, you know, occasionally giving you a call saying, Hey, this, you know, you need to do this or whatever. That's, yeah, you can get that for a lot cheaper than that, mm-hmm. you know, and, mm-hmm. and probably better advice for a lot cheaper than that. But there's other things that are out there, you know, I mean, so the behavioral part of it, I mean, if the advisor's making sure that you're not making you know, really stupid decisions at the wrong time based on <laughs> right. taxes or fear or emotions or whatever, you know, just making sure that you're really, they, that they're coaching you, helping you make these good behavioral decisions. Yeah, that's worth, that's worth on. That's you worth know, value. There too. Yeah. yeah, there's some value there. But then also just with taxes and estate planning and just advice on when and how to take distributions. This is going to be the most tax efficient way. That kind of stuff, that's called wealth management. And so that stuff, you know, also is a, is part of that. It should be with your advisor. So yeah, if they're charging 1% and you're getting all these things, these goodies out here, that's probably fair, you know, with the market. That's really fair, I would think with that. But, you know, so look at it, look at what you're getting for 
your fees. And if it's worth it, fine, that's great. You, you know, you're not going to get an advisor for free. You know, we don't work for free. And so you, oh, you, know, you wait, don't want wait, that. No. You, know? so <laughs> you wouldn't want that anyway. You mean you got to pay be, your bills too? <laughs> that's right. That's right. I mean, how u- unique would your advice be in that situation? It, yeah, it wouldn't true. be at all. It'd just be a cookie cutter thing. So, um, or even if or it even existed. Worse. So, yeah, yeah. So anyway, just check what your fees are. That's the, that's the key. Know what your total cost is. You know, have that conversation with your advisor. Then you can make an educated decision on is it worth it or not. Not just the advisor fee, internal expenses, trading cost, all these extra things that can happen out there. Ask what the total cost is, everything. Get it in writing from your advisor um, and make sure you understand what that cost is and then make a decision because you, you, you can do it at that point. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's five questions that you didn't know how to ask or know to ask here on the podcast this week. So hopefully you picked up a couple of useful nuggets of information uh, and you become aware of the $50 waffle as well. So if you got any questions, make sure you reach out to Nathan, <laughs> 855-51-COACH. As always, before you take any action, uh, stop by the website and see him at thefinancialanswer.com. We've got a lot of goodies on there as well. Some free resources, a way to tap into reaching out to Nathan, all kinds of good stuff you can subscribe subscribe to the podcast on whatever platform uh, you use. We'd appreciate it. If you enjoy it, share it with the folks who might benefit from the message. There's an easy way to do that on each of the apps. You just hit the little share button and so on and so forth. And just like you would on uh, sharing your a, a funny meme or post on Facebook, you can do the same thing with the podcast. So uh, ch- stop by, check it all out. It's right there at one simple place for you at thefinancialanswer.com. All right, my friend, I'm going to let you get up out of here. I hope you have a great week and uh, yeah, stay safe. same to you. Same to you. No more waffles. That's right. At least no more expensive waffles. We'll go later. <laughs> right. We'll see you next time here, <laughs> folks, you. on The Financial Answer with Nathan O'Brien. O'Brien & Associates is a registered advisory firm in Tennessee. This show is intended for information and educational purposes only. Consult with a qualified advisor before taking any action.